It's episode 704 of the Stupidly Small Podcast. G'day, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. How are you? Oh, well, I was looking up bone broth recipes earlier, so that's where I'm at at the moment. That yeah. is not great. No, I know. I'm not in a good space. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I uh, we should expire. We don't need to say anything because we're just random now with our episodes. But uh, you forgot that you existed for a while, and now we're back. Anyway, Stuart, guess what? Yes. I had a bit of a revelation uh, the other day. A bit of an incident that uh, uh, yes, go. I feel needs to be reported to the committee. Um, I had the Melbourne. I had the Melbourne, I just had the, it was the most horrifying thing happened to me. The Melbourne. I hit a cyclist in my car. (laughs) Now, hang on. Should I be laughing at that? No, I genuinely hit a cyclist in my car. Now, Lauren Clark, hang on. (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) You you quite often defend yourself and your driving on this very program. Yes. Uh, Even though you you, you put your family in peril, you drive in front of trams, you drive... and you are on record, thank you, Lauren Clark, yeah. as saying uh, you drive with Pringles containers over your hands. <laughs> you, uh, you've you done a, a numerous things that um, one You could... once saw me do a U-turn and you've never let me forget. Listen. That's right. I... You took a, the whole tram network out. Now, I am an exceptional driver. Um, See, this is the problem. Happened... People that say that can't drive. <laughs> no, just kidding. I'm just a normal driver. But I there were there are a few lessons in this, right? Right. So it was not a morning when I was rushed. Sometimes when I'm like super rushed, I'm like, God, I've got to get the kids to school because, or the kid to school because I got, then I've got to go to this meeting and, gotta, and the stupid kids are late and everything. Stupid kids. And I'm like, and that's, those are the days where I'm like, careful, just be careful. Like you're mm. stressed, so calm down because speeding there isn't going to help you, right? Those are the times <sighs> when I think, Ugh, this was not one of those times. I was calm. I was cool. I was early to school. Mm. <laughs> I was calm. I was cool. I was early to school. Yeah, and I'm... Right. C- cruising down uh, 40 degrees tops, right? Between 30 and 40, right? Well, number one, the kilometres. And uh, secondly, remember what did your I say? degrees. Did and I say degrees? Yeah, so, but you are the greatest <laughs> driver in the world. Yeah. Credibility, and, and really also, high. Let, let's uh, not forget that <laughs> only two days ago on this very podcast, you yeah. admitted to almost running over a pedestrian. So continue. Did I? Yes. No, at 30 I did degrees. not. She was on the footpath and she was getting pre-angry. And this mm. is one of the lessons. This uh, is one of the lessons. Remember so now you that? decide to just run them over no, rather than let fact, them through. No, in fact, listen yeah. to this because this is a good point. You make a good point. The other day I complained on the podcast about how I was walking along, I was driving along the street and somebody's walking along the footpath and she looked up, she was on the footpath. She had like a metre between her and the footpath and I was coming up to one of those pedestrian crossings going super slowly and she was like, pre-hate she was like shaking her head at me and stuff as if well, you're not stopping could see into the future. so i stopped mm. and she went past and she was still angry so i was like uh you know what people like that are the worst right anyway so i'm well, i'm driving properly nothing no mistake by me no mistake of by anybody course. else Never no is, no no yeah. listen i'm about to tell you when the mistakes happen so calm down mr righteous pants sorry so, you're doing 40 degrees yeah i'm going 40 degrees. i can't believe i said that what a dog oh. anyway and then I get to a roundabout and I, I think, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going, there are two kids in the back, there's music on, but it's not, I'm not switching the thing. I'm not, I'm not focusing on anything else. I'm looking Was ahead. I do on? a quick head check. I think it's the Wiggles rather than the Whitlams. Right. I do a quick head check and I go through the uh, What's a head check at a roundabout? roundabout. I just, well, I just turn my head and look to the right. 
okay. nothing's coming right. and I go and I'm and I head out and then it's like the feeling is like she came from nowhere like how the hell the first mm. thing I thought was how the hell did she get there yep. how the hell is there someone crashing into the side of my car so right? there was someone there so there we I'm listen I'm not going to tell you I didn't do anything wrong this well, is not the point of this story driver. yes the point of this story is that she it suddenly she suddenly I just had the most horrifying like oh my god there's somebody crashing into the car like this it's there's this sound and there's she's right there she's right like so where yes. she was was like you know where your rear vision mirror is she was under she was kind of in that bit and I remember when we went car shopping when our stupid other car exploded Skoda that the, yeah, that the Subaru people were like, so we figured out that 70% of accidents happen in this zone. And it was that freaking zone. And I was like, oh. why? Why do they happen there? And they said, because it's a blind spot. And not only is it a blind spot, but you've got the bar between the front thing and the side, w- between the windscreen and the side, you, you know, driver's side door. Right. You've got that bar going down there. And so that adds to the fact that you, that, that bit doesn't freaking work in your brain. And I'm like, what? Shut up. And they said, no, no, we've got these new mirrors and new things. And like, I can't remember how they fix it but in the new super new Subarus they have a thing to cater for this so perhaps it was a blind spot but it was also the fact that obviously there was a human person there who I did not see so whether I did a head check that was a stupid head check that I didn't look properly Mm -hmm. whether I didn't stop enough to then do the head check Mm -hmm. or whatever the point is I was obviously in a vague state of mind and I do remember like I do a lot of thinking while driving and I often think this. I often think like I should not be like I'm having all these thoughts. Like I'm going through to-do lists. I'm thinking like I reckon a lot of my emotional processing goes on while I'm driving a car. Like I really do think that because nothing stops until I get into the car and that is the time when I'm like me and I'm not trying to do 10 million things and it really does – like, it's like, oh, time slows down. And you know there was an article a long time ago, um, which won a Pulitzer, which uh, I bored you about before, uh, about the people who lock their kids in the car and the kids die in the in the seat, in the heat. Right. Because they've just forgotten they've got a freaking kid and they get out of the car and everyone's like, oh, my God, boo hiss, you're the worst parents in the world. And actually studies show and all this research shows that actually those people, it's not about not being a good parent. Quite often they're like superb parents. It's just that their head is just too full of all of the things and then they just vague, they completely vague out and they think the kid's not there because it was a Tuesday and they don't usually have the kid on a Tuesday or whatever, right? Right. So I'm not sure whether it was the combination of the universe in my head and me being a vague douchebag who did not like stop properly, didn't check properly, didn't, and then there's that blind spot question or what – but I was horrified. So I stopped the car. It's peak out. So there are people, there's a queue behind me already, right? Didn't you clear out of the uh, intersection no, first? No, God, no, no. I stopped the car and I went, <gasps> just opened the door, just went, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? I'm so sorry. I'm was she in the back so seat sorry. with the kids by this day? <laughs> no. Right. No, and here's the thing. I, I'm not kidding when I say I was going. So the top speed on in a 40 degree, in a 40 degree, oh, I did it again. Yes. Wow. In a 40 kilometre zone is 40 k's. So when you're going through it, like a roundabout, you're definitely not going 40 k's. You're going less than that. So I was going hardly any speed at all. She was going kind of fast-ish for a cyclist, but not like I'm a head down, I'm wearing lycra and I'm a douchebag and I'm going to be across hey, town. Hey, and I'm hey, a- hey, don't equate uh, lycra with douchebaggery, please. Okay, anyway, so my point is 
neither of those things so speed was not a factor and yet and she and and may i say she's fine my uh-huh. how's her bike her bike's fine not even a buckled tire no she the chain came out well, who got the hands it. greasy and put that back on I think she did because mm. she had a backup team of support by then. I was like, can I drive you somewhere? Can I, you know, what can I do? Yeah. I gave her my number. She got mine. Like, so um, I got hers so that whatever. But so what happened was my point is we were both going so slowly and like it was so low impact. She basically barely fell off the bike. She got up, like went, oh, my hands are, you know, I've just gri- gripped the ground. Did her head hand. hit your car? Nothing. No, no, no. The mm. bike hit the car and it was super yeah. slow. And like, the car has a dint in it now. The side door has a dint in it. But it's like the smallest dint, right? Right. It's, it's so, I thought you said you couldn't open the door. I didn't say that. Mm. I'll take a photo of it. It's like a – it's concave. Like it's it's in but it and so it looks like it's something's crashed into it. Yeah. It's not like just a little scratch but it's like a dint but it's not big. But my point is – I am going to have flashbacks to that feeling of that girl going, that woman going into my car. I don't know for how long, but it's the most horrifying thing. I just my shoulders go up around my ears every time I think about it. It, it is terrible, but hopefully it, it snaps you out of this complacent uh, mindset you seem to be in when you're but driving. But also, like, but also totally, but also like that thing of of when that happened, I realised I am never. And I I rode a bike. I didn't have my license till I was like twenty eight or something. Uh, uh, really. You I didn't know. Okay. And What's that mean? Well, quite often people like yourself who, who claim to be the world's greatest drivers haven't gotten your I'm new, joking new about the driving thing. I'm not the world's greatest driver. I'm always just said I'm a driver. But the point is I used to ride a bike all over town and I was like oh. this superhero bike, you know, oh. um, wanker. Who And I now I'm like, God, how did I survive? Like if that is what it did to the car with that low impact, like mm. imagine – I can't even. I can't even think about what it is like when you are going fast and there is a bike that you don't see. Like it just must break people's lives. It must be the most horrifying thing. And the other lesson that we can learn, apart from focus, stop completely, uh-huh. check to your right like three hundred yeah. times. Like I am now this total like old grandma driver. Yeah. Um. Uh. The the other thing is, so I get out and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. She stands up. She goes. It's okay. It's totally fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm okay. She's got her hands up in the air. She's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm. She said, it happens. It happens. It's totally fine. I tell you, I'm fine. Look. And I look at my bike. It's fine too. It's totally, everything's going to be okay. It's all right. And then she looks at me and she goes, actually, your car's dinted. So maybe you want to get my details so that if I need to make a statement. And then she goes, actually, there's a big queue. So you might want to move your car. (laughs) So she's organizing me. And she was amazing she was like this angel from like down on the planet and i thought about the woman from the day before the day before that or whatever it was who was like pre-angry at the footpath and i just thought see your attitude to life just says so much about who you are as a human well no the the lady um that uh, saw you coming and and as a result was a bit disappointed by the fact you were going to mow her over uh probably may have had uh like a vision into the future and, and saw what other carnage you were going to wreak in the neighbourhood. Okay, so this is how it's going to go, is it? You're going to – I well, my I'm, this. do you wonder why on this podcast I never admit to being wrong? Do you wonder why I never say – I can do say, that for you. I, 
Yeah, you're just a horrible person. This is what I'm, I'm talking not, about. I'm you need not. to be a better human being. You were you actually... You need to be a better driver if you, you, if you, if you want to get I personal. just said that. Is that not what I just said? Well, no, you said you were the greatest driver, even when oh, you're only doing I'm 40 degrees. Because I'm and I'm always doing that. <laughs> right. <laughs> because you're such a dork about, like, you being... Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm such a dork about stop signs and no, not hitting cyclists. No, you're just, oh, you're play such a rules. dork about being the person in charge of deciding who's a good driver. That's what you are. <sighs> Like so many men before you. Anyway, so the point is, oh, yeah. By the way, I fall into the demographic that you said, don't I? Oh, it's always women who are bad drivers. I've just noticed. I mean, I just must admit. uh, my, my, My demographic was young women. Go to hell, Stuart Farrell. You go to hell and you stay there. You pack your bags now, you go to hell, and you don't come back until you are good and ready to apologize for almost everything you've ever said. Honestly, I have come to you in a moment of, and by the way, Mm. there was, all you want to do when that happens, I was shaking for like hours after that. I went, I, the It's a terrible feeling. I mean, I've not done it, but I could imagine it is. And I I, I don't mean that to be a smarty pants. No, of course you don't. Because I almost, um, I almost car doored someone once. So, and, and just uh, when I was reflecting back on that, it, 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 it was annoying. And that was an almost. Oh, dude, it's it's horrible. And I, what you need to do is you need to sit down and tell someone. And one yeah. of the people in the queue behind me was one of the parents at the school. <laughs> so oh, she's yeah. witnessed it and she's gone. And she actually said, and so did somebody else, mm. actually, you know, I'm not sure that was technically because I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. I'm the worst person in the world. I hate How far into the die. roundabout were you? We were both like kind of equidistant. Like we were... I was very at the start. Like I hadn't – so the round. So she was the definitely further bit, into the roundabout. At the roundabout. Uh, look, I think so and mm. I think it was my fault. Mm. I think it was my fault. However, she was going faster and I was going super slow. Mm. And but, the give way to right thing, although a good rule of thumb, I don't think it's necessarily the law now, is it? Isn't, isn't it? it? I, I've always thought it was. I thought that was – well, that's how I was taught to drive. Yeah. But I, I – for some reason, in the back of my mind, and and uh, it's totally anecdotal uh, with a lot of my driving theories. Yes. But, uh, it, <laughs> Despite it, you being the world expert, yeah. Well, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it now is first into the intersection has right of way, or first to the intersection. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. But, uh, but I do notice Whatever. a lot of people do the follow give way to the right. Just be freaking careful. Do you, have you noticed there's this whole conversation about P turns now in Melbourne? Well, Sorry to bore uh, everybody who's not in Melbourne. Yeah, so hyper local uh, thing for you because but, but, I, I, well, I'm but, not from Melbourne, but uh, I uh, have. And, and is that. God, what a what, D bag. But well, the point I, no, is, I mean, is that you drive through the intersection, do a U turn, and then a, a turn? Yeah, like it's the, so stupid. I mean, it, it's apparently not, and they would have based it on things, but it's like. As a lot of people are pointing out. So what it is, is you're driving along. I mean, mm. this is the worst radio ever, listening to people talk about traffic. But you drive, yeah. you drive straight through an intersection. Well, it's just like normal in- radio. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Instead of turning right in the middle of the intersection, which slows everybody down, yeah. you go up and there's a further, there's one, there's a kind of U-turn spot, like say a few hundred metres into the other side of the intersection, and yeah. you turn around, do a U-turn, then you wait at the lights again, and then you do a left-hand turn. Right, so it's just going so to become a shamoz. You, you get through one side, you get lights, 
Yeah. And then you get lights and then you go again. And as a lot of people said, what it's going to do is it's going to involve a whole lot of people queuing further down. <laughs> and cutting and, around and trying to sneak. But and like, it's not going to be amazing when mm. trucks have to do it. <laughs> well, we'll see. But, I mean, anyway. this must have been thought through. There, Lauren Clark, there was another yes. story in the last day or so that uh, – in, well, I mean, as a, a cyclist who's not riding too much currently, but you know, uh, you know, drivers like yourself, the, the weapons on the road are a, a, a transport nightmare. But why did I admit to this? You, this I ta- was about but to there say. is another one. There is yeah. another one that's yeah. worse than you. Is what yeah. I'm saying. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. So he's a, he's what did a they do? Set fire to someone? Did they? Almost, well, almost. Now I don't know about you. Oh, well, I do know about you because you've spoken about it recently on this podcast about when you get on a plane yeah. and you uh, order the uh, vegetarian nuts or something and you know, even though you've got free meals but you don't know how it works when you're at the pointy end of the plane. That's fair enough. It's sort of endearing. I don't know what you're talking about. None of that made any sense. Well, you had a free, you had a free sure meal okay. and you just ordered like a packet of chips. I can't remember what you were talking about recently. But I'm just saying, I don't know about you on planes, but yeah. uh, I quite often think of worst-case scenarios uh, – and oh, one of them, don't tell one me of about them, the sucked out the window. I know. <laughs> so how's this? Like it was, it was like the, it was oh actually the trifecta God. of worst case scenarios. The the engine on this plane. Don't tell uh, this story. Do you know I saw explodes. the headline and I shut my computer? Well, please it, don't tell the me the engine story. explodes. You a know part I'm of engine flying. flies off the plane, oh smashes a window above of, above oh, the wing, and okay. sucks the passenger out the window. Oh, and then the person next to the passenger. Has to grabs them by the legs and and hangs onto them, like if that is not like every person's while they're waiting on the tarmac <laughs> nightmare fantasy. You know that I am travelling in like three. weeks. I mean, and and that like, that woman who, who died, that. she had two, two children, and uh, we got to think of them, and we're not making light of that. I mean, uh, but really, I'm not making I light mean, of any of it. The whole what a horror scenario! Horror nightmare. What a horror oh scenario! Like God. being sucked out the window from an exploding engine that you oh. looked at. Like that is every flight I've been on. You know, and I, I just, just thought, oh, oh my I can't, God. I can't believe you, Tommy. I saw the headline mm. some, and somebody had written in like Facebook or something, um, I wish I wish I could unread this. And I was like, I hate you for posting that because the headline just comes up and there's a picture of a plane window smashed out. Yeah. And I'm like, I just, that I'm going to, never going to fly again in my life. Well, and, you are. Except and, in three weeks. But don't sit near the wings or, or on the oh, uh, the window seat. I suppose gosh. that, you know, that for those view, view uh Hogs, uh, oh. you know, maybe maybe you should reconsider that. Oh. And because I don't know about you, but on a plane, I always sit on the aisle anyway, and that's not Same. true. That's, that's what not control any... freaks do, Stu. Well, it's because I want to be. If I want to get up, I want to be yeah, able to get up my totally. own terms. Totally. I don't. I don't mind letting someone else pass me. That doesn't bother me unless no. they're doing it every two minutes. But I don't mind people going past me. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a plane sleeper, so no one's going to really wake me Same. up. Same. Got uh, the same person in some very very thin regards. Yeah. Oh, I, I think totally I control think freakery. This is this is where I'm, control. I'm unsure it is. Lauren Clark. Stuart, but before you go anywhere, I just have to yes. say, you are the person oh, that you. I texted because when you feel like that, when you have that thing of oh my god, just, yeah. you have to share it with somebody, and mm. you can't just talk to the people who just saw you do it because you feel like a douche. Yeah. And so I texted you. And the I was jackpot. Very... Was at work yeah. and like my, my sister was. She's like got these massive deadlines. Did not want to tell well, my mum. You think in the I had nothing to do? So no, it wasn't that. It was I, that I absorbed your you pain, though. And you did a very good job of absorbing my pain. And you are a very different human being when I text you in an emergency yeah. from when I tell you in a podcast all of the actual <laughs> details of what happened. Come on, you're blowing my cover, it man. It should be noted. You're blowing my character. Oh. 
Oh my god, your character makes me want to stab you. Anyway, Stuart Farrell. Oh, despite that, I do love you dearly, Thank and hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. If you don't forget that you have well, like a freaking work party at four in the morning. No, we are going to be back with uh, episode seven oh five tomorrow, and you, I've already titled it for you. Oh great, what is it? Shiver me mailbag. <laughs> we we uh, we weren't able to do the uh, midweek mailbag because I wasn't here, and and so and for and for those that, that do listen on the day, I've got a little treat for you. This is yeah. the on the day treat. So this is a uh, look outside of episode seven oh four. Yeah, the actual real time date is Thursday yeah. the nineteenth of April. Oh my God, the jackpot's gonna kill you. Yeah, I know, but I have to do this. I have to. I have to timestamp this, otherwise it makes no sense. It's, yes. So I'm doing it deliberately. Okay. So if you're listening to this podcast before the commencement of race six at Pakenham, oh. <laughs> I'm just letting you know you, uh... that there's a little horse running around called Nick Knack. Oh second up, gosh. and I think it might have a bit of a shot. You, so there's a bit of a tip. Is, this is, by the way, full disclosure, please. I, I have do, a very small share in Nick Knack. <laughs> I have a small share. But the thing is, I'm just, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't tip it if it didn't have much of a crack. Uh, yep. Sure, so, I mean, sure. if you've got a this spare fr- tenner, it, it might pay for your drinks on the Friday, is all I'm saying, if you get on early enough. Also, Laura Clark, since we're doing housekeeping. Put ten on for me, Faz. Put ten on for me. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm good for it. I'll buy you a beer next time I see you. Yes. Uh, well, I'm off the gas for five weeks, uh, so that's, that's a true. very easy promise to make. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to send happy birthday to a couple of uh, dear people, to the one and only Bias B. Happy birthday for uh, yesterday, and uh, since we've time-stamped. And happy birthday to uh, little Pete Silbershire for today. So there we go. So happy Aww. birthday to those two legends. Lauren Clark, how does the rest of the community get in contact with us to allay any fears of you being sucked out of a plane on your way to New Zealand? Please don't do that. Never gonna get out of my head. It shouldn't ever. Stuart, they because can... our, our worst nightmares have become reality. But it's just horrifying. It's yeah. horrifying. Hopefully they've Sit sorted it out. Hopefully they just like today they just went. They should oh, put bulletproof windows on these things now, yeah, like breakproof done. glass. Oh, that makes me so anxious. But I wonder if the lady who did get sucked out and, and sadly did die, I wonder if she was it had her seatbelt on or not. Because if it was a tight seatbelt, uh, that's a genuinely good question. Yeah. Anyway, uh, how does the uh, you know the people that the air, whatever Southwestern Airlines or whatever was get in contact with us to let us know? <laughs> I'm going to be swimming to New Zealand oh. in three weeks. Uh, they can find us too at Stupidly Big. We're stupidlybig.com, Stupidly Big on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and iTunes. We can give it a rating and a review to us uh, because we definitely deserve one for all of the. Um, consistent podcast we've been putting out lately. Yes. Stuart Farrell, uh, I will see you at some stage. Tomorrow. Definitely Shiver next episode. Yes. For Shiver Me Mailbag. I'll see you then. And thanks for your support. Bye-bye. <laughs>